And we're live. Welcome to What Could Possibly Go Wrong. I'm David Webb. This is Danny Phantom. And today we have Maria Montano. And this is our first political uh, podcast. We are uh, interviewing Maria uh, as a D, uh, your uh, district, district four. D four, right? Four. Yeah. Yep. So that's Maine South, correct? So it's Maine South. It's where we are now, which is I kind of considered like Park Ave. Um, May Street area. It, it runs up until the Elm Park um, park itself and then mm. goes up through like Highland. It's weird. It's huge. Yeah. And then it goes all the way up until like Holy Cross. I think there's section of uh, 146 as well. For um, District 4? Damn. Yeah. Like it's crazy. When you look at the map and, and you that's why I, I don't want people to think that I'm not trying to see them. I'm literally walking on these little toes to try to get as far as I can. But <laughs> and there's a lot of area to cover. Definitely. And then we go all the way up. Uh, you know the gas, the old Hess up on uh, the Stafford? Yes. Up, And that's where it stops. So, so is that the edge of Worcester, or is there another district on the other side of it? That is part of District 5, so it tells oh. district. Okay. It, it kind of, so it borders right around, like, where that Applebee's, it, it, it's weird how it, because it even goes into a little of the Mill Street. Oh, okay. So, so it's like Park Ave right up to Mill. Over, yeah, okay. These districts and their zones are so odd these days. Like, it, uh, I'm in District um, 2, and uh, it goes, so I'm, I'm off of Hamilton Street. So that's what's part of what's weird. I can tell you I'm in District 2, and you have no freaking clue which part of the city I live in. <laughs> no, and so I'll ask people, hey, do you live in District 4? And they'll look at me, and what's that? Right. Yeah. I'm literally looking at the map now just so I can visualize what, what you're talking about. Yeah. Looks like. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. The the way the city is cut up seems to be I don't know. It's it's I don't know exactly what went into it, but it, it's definitely all over the place. So in my opinion, again, um, this is my first run at actually running into an election, running a race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always followed politics um, on a national level and on a state level, you know, our senators and mm-hmm. our representatives. Um, but this just seems to me looking at it, I'm an observer, so sometimes people will be like, oh, well, where are, you know, I'm observing, I'm, I'm writing things down, I'm, I'm paying attention. But one thing I noticed the elections weren't really um, marketed the way they should have to the residents in the city, I feel. Unless you're running, like, unless you're following politics and you're paying attention to what's going on in the city, then you'll have an idea there's an election going on. Right. Where, where you know, you can vote a mayor this, this year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, people that aren't in tune, they have no clue of what's going on. And a lot of the people that I do know... Um, I'd say they're kind of laid back in some sense, but they're like, oh, my God, you know, you're running. I'm like, yeah, you have to register to vote. And they're like, well, how do I do that? They, they don't really. Their deadline is Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Saturday's the deadline. So we're, what, two days away. Right. And so what I've tried to do on my page, um, follow Main South Chronicles, if you can, it's on Facebook, um, is just do reels, do things with music, things that are, like, catchy where people will see, okay, what's this? Um and it just has to do with the election, uh, the dates uh, that we have a new we have a new zoning on the school committee. Yeah. And that's been confusing. So I thought certain people were running in a, in a district. I commented the other day and um, Tracy Novak's like, 
wrong district. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's actually just... really difficult. There's so many people for so many different things, and they definitely changed. Education used to be, was it the same as dis- the, the, the districts before? Sorry. No. <laughs> um, I don't think, I think it was just like you had the same way where it was District 4 had one representative and District 2 had a representative uh, so on and so forth, and then they also have the school committee at large. Okay, so it was like there were just dis- school district. Okay, and now so now it's a whole separate. And so now it's it's been separated because of the census that was done. I think in twenty twenty, they took those numbers, and I think we had a hundred thousand more people come into. They were added onto the census. Mm. So then when that happens is, if I, if I understood correctly, they try to even each district out. Okay. Um, unfortunately, for me, like at looking at the map again, District 4 got spread out a little bit more. Um, so It seems this is more confusing than helpful. I mean, maybe it gets better votes, but there's, I don't know, people, like you were saying, people already didn't realize they had to register to vote in Worcester. Like, it's not that they don't want you to win. Your, your friends are there for you, but they, it's an extra step that they've never done before because they've never done it. Mm. And it, so a lot of my friends, um, it's just that, and I'll be honest with you, I have a lot of friends that are on the other side, so they can't vote at all. You know, yeah. they've gotten into some serious mm-hmm. issues back in the day, so yeah. they're, they're not allowed to vote at all. Um, but then I think you, they can vote in, like, the presidential. I don't know what the stipulation is. Um, it, I was told something, and and I was just dumbfounded. It, it's I ridiculous, just, but it's beneficial to some people, and not like, like, like there's a reason for it, and it's really obvious when you actually look at how it plays out. Like the way, like they're allowed to vote, but only when it works out for the country. Yeah, yeah. It's no. I was just gonna say it's it's like it's a little dehum- dehumanizing, uh, to be honest. To be like. To tell somebody that they don't have the power to vote that, you know, lives, breathes, and, and contributes to the same city that everybody else does. It's, uh, you know, granted, granted in some cases, you know, heinous crimes and, and certain things of that nature. Yeah, uh, but not, I understand, but yeah, things. something as broad as felonies, you know what I'm saying? To and, and also to come from a place where you know that the system is against us in so many ways, and a lot of these... A lot of these charges are either like we're forced upon, bogus, like targeted. You know what I mean? So like yeah, it's I, like I you were saying, it's it's painfully obvious who who's at the 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 wrong end of the stick here. And um, it's just I mean that's just politics. I mean that's American politics. And then so back to touch on what he just said. Uh, it, that's American politics. And so for it, it bothers me yeah. to hear that because it's like. It's glaringly true. It's glaringly true, but then that's when I say to, I wish, in 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 all honestly, you know, if I'm able to get past this uh, September fifth race, Mm -hmm. and I'm able to, um, I'll be humbled to be honest with you. My main focus and goal has always been though the turnout. Yeah, is to turn out. Yeah, just come out and vote, whether you don't agree. You know, with some of the things that I stand on or whatever the case may be, um, it's to me, it's not really a a like, like it is a likability race. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like 
what are you really doing? Yeah. You know, um, I saw you the other, well, <laughs> you've seen me a couple times down at city council and, and those can be a little intense and yeah. it's, <laughs> it's intimidating, especially mm-hmm. like I was just saying it's David prior to getting on, you know, I'm, I'm a little kind of, you know, somewhat shy for certain yeah. things. Um, but when things matter to me, I'll come out Word. and I'm, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Like I'm fighting for you and I'll advocate for you, but because that's all I've ever done for like, especially like my kids yeah, um, and myself growing up in the city and just being um, a statistic right. on every level that you can think of. It's right. not even just, you know, okay, I'm Latina and I'm a woman. <laughs> that That's nothing. Right. Right. You know, there's other t- statistics that come with it. And I've navigated through a lot of these systems. I know it's gotten better, mm-hmm. but I know what it's like for you to go and seek attention and not attention, seek services from someone or go to a lot of these public um, offices where they're giving out resources and, and they kind of just talk down to you. Mm. They dehumanize you. Right. You know? Right. Um, and, and for me, like, I don't take no for an answer, especially when I know that it means something to me. Yeah. Um, and so some people will say, well, she's a, you know, she's a little, yeah, I am. <laughs> I will be if I have if to. When be, I know. Yeah. I mean, you got to be in politics. And you got to be in politics, too. And, and this is my first run at it. Um, I guess a lot of the attention came from the page, Main South Chronicles, and just calling a lot of. Just being kind of a critic, like a political right, critic, right, right. Um, just calling out some of the things that were going on in the city. Um, and, and a lot of the stuff that people have been touching on is just that it, I feel that it's the election office's job to promote mm. elections, yeah. especially where we're at the lowest, um, nationally. It, yeah. It's just, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, we're really at the lowest nationally. I mean, like, it's bad. like, I see it, but also we're the second largest new city in New England. We should be better than this. Yeah, we should be better than this. But again, even going through this whole process, learning all the new things that I'm learning and just seeing how Cambridge and all these other towns are. Again, I'm not going to agree with everything that people have ideas on. But if Cambridge can figure out a housing thing and mm-hmm, Cambridge mm-hmm. can figure out um, just navigating a lot of the issues, that what are we doing? Yeah. And then you have meetings that run, you know, five hours and however minutes. And again, I was talking to my friends because I looked back on that video that I posted from the other night. My, my daughter had recorded it. Um, and I was nervous. From, be- from the district or from the? From the city council when oh, I was piggybacking on um, 9S, which was oh, MQLS. Yes, for the housing. Um, it, it's a crisis, period. So if you look, I think it's Maine South Chronicles. I think I reposted kind of a clip of me talking. And um, the mayor had pretty much like. Do you mind? Go ahead. Okay. I'm, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool. Um, you know, the mayor, I, I had other items on there. I think there were six other items that were on there for petitions for traffic and safety. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Well, no, they're on there. So my next question is, are you guys really even looking at that agenda? Right. 
Yeah. So I think so. One, um, when I I actually went with uh, so M, uh, I she she's wonderful and loud in all the right ways. She's great. Love her. Yeah. Shout out M. We, yes, we definitely shout out. Her. Yeah. Future future. Uh, once we're done with the po- once we we are not time crunched with elections coming up. Right. Um, we've got to have her on here. We we'll get her on. Yes. Here. I'm sure she'd love it too. Yeah. I mean, we can also talk about. So so I I also briefly spoke about that and then the CPC thing. But I uh, on the nine S the housing it was recognizing that it's a housing crisis, which mm-hmm. is like the most basic thing. We are asking them to not just acknowledge it by talking about it all the fucking time, mm-hmm. but by recognizing it and then doing something. And frankly, good for fucking her for for putting that forward and. Calling uh, him out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. That was just wonderful. Yeah. She's that. been on a she's been on a tear on Facebook for uh for a couple months now. You know, I f- I fuck with it. I fuck with it because like we relate. We've met a hundred times, but we relate on like a very rebellious uh, Puerto Rican spirit vibe. Mm. Okay. And, um, I can see that. Yeah. So like yeah we yeah we I fuck with M heavy. Um. So she's been on a tear. I support her one thousand percent. Like I told her, anything she needs, let me know. You know what I mean? I, I'm all down for, you know, revolting, starting a mutiny. Mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a question that I had, too, because um, we were talking about how turnout. Um, I know yeah. how that's a huge thing. It was always a huge thing. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Juan Gomez, Juan A. Gomez, old. So, <laughs> a little history. Yeah. Um, back in the day, because I have a brother. I don't, I don't. I'm, that's another thing. I'm really quiet about like my personal life, but I do have a brother. Yeah. And so him and his sister are my brother's godparents. Yeah. Like Who my mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my so, so his mom yeah. used to babysit my me and my brother. Lucci. Like, Lu, Lucci. How do you that's know? My, that's my wella. Oh, wait a second. Wait okay. a minute. <laughs> Who's your mom? Tina. Really? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, so for the person in the room who has no fucking clue who any of the people you're talking about is. So to me, that's family. Okay. Yeah. that That's family. And so I didn't know that was your mom, so yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like super weird. But to me. <laughs> this is so incredibly Worcester. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> like, what could go wrong? His mom, growing up, I was little, but I always looked at her as an older sister. She was always... um I don't know. She was, I always looked up to her. I never had sisters or anything. So she was like my older Titi or like my older sister. And I don't know. She always made sure like our hairs were looking good. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. she, yeah, your mom's my, like, yeah. yeah. And then one, um, around the time that I remember, he was attending Assumption College. And then from there, grad, he was going off, I believe, into the Marines. He was accepted. Yeah. And then we kind of like, grew up you know what i mean everybody kind of i kind of got myself in stuff like 15 16 so everybody kind of like separate they separated their ways um (coughs) but that's so so we yeah it's so funny (laughs) oh god so so you brought up turnout and i mentioned (coughs) i mentioned my uncle because um that was something he was always very vocal about too when he was running for a city councilor and he he made city councilor I don't know how many years he served, but he was on there. Um, and I, I say that to ask, um, as a person, as a as a thirty year old father who's grown up his whole life in Worcester, um, and is completely out of touch with the political scene. Okay. Um, what you know? What uh, I guess what issues could could we bring to a demographic like mine to mm. to make it more urgent to be like, hey guys, like. 
it, it's kind of like we're passing the baton at this point in, in, as far as my generation, you know? So I, I'm also an advocate for getting involved, even though I know myself, I'm not involved. So I, I, I guess my question is how do I get people around my age more involved um, in these people, issues? You how know? do we get people who don't actually give a shit about voting or understand that it's part, an essential part of the democratic process right. to care about their local vote? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So by any chance, did you go to the Crompton Park basketball thing that they had? Uh, Woomania? Yeah. Yeah, I sponsored it. Okay. Yeah. So that's part of City too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I, I look at that. You guys need City Council. Yeah. To back that up. To back up over, yeah, what we so got So that on. would be the number one thing that I would say to you. Yo, these events that we're throwing, yeah. this stuff that we're doing... The needles that you see out in the park. Yeah. Um, why am I paying more in rent? Mm-hmm. All those things, even though you really don't think about them, those are all factored in to the city. Mm-hmm. And and I just feel like not for nothing, dude. You guys be doing so much more in the like five seconds it takes you to register, and yeah. it literally takes five minutes. Go in, fill your little circle, and yep. leave. It yep. doesn't even like I think. Smoking an L takes the longer yeah. than filling out the application. Yeah, to register. Yes. To and, register and even to do your, you got to think, when I go right now to St. Peter's on September 5th, I'm literally going in, there's nobody going to be there. Yeah. You the, walk right in, walk right I out. I walk right in and I walk right out. Why is there nobody there? Because nobody participates in it. One thing that I guess, so for me, it was always that. Our families, mm-hmm. now that I know, <coughs> have always been <coughs> deeply involved in politics. Yes. So they created what is here right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some sense. Yeah. Um, my kids vote. My kids pay attention to what's going on. Do they like listening to mommy talk about politics all day? Right, Heck right, no. Right. They hate it. But when they start hearing things that are affecting them, whether it be... You know, again, we can agree to disagree, but certain things even in the school curriculum, mm-hmm. that's part of the city as well. Right. Because the city has to fund the school department. It, it, it's a trickle effect of things that that do. So in other words, we look for what they do care about. You know, it, 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 I want my sidewalks for walking. I want, I like biking. I don't know. Any of the things they care about, they need someone in city hall who cares about them. Yeah. And yeah. that's the reason to vote. And, and that's the reason to vote. So, and I can understand why people will be like, F politics. <laughs> because a lot of people... I mean, especially local politics. Look at how many things have taken forever to get done. Like, you know, the I think the biggest answer to your question, the biggest complication is you say, why not vote? And people say, well, what difference does it make? And obviously yeah. there's, you know, there's a long list of answers to that. But also, I sure as fuck understand where they're coming from. Yep. Well, even myself, like... And in this election, even prior to even pulling papers, even thinking about I've put in petitions, I've, I think I put like three or four petitions for the area I lived in. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why when the mayor was like, no, they're not. No, they're on there. And, and it's it's now I'm adding more to the petitions. And you want to see that. I think in this race, that's that's kind of what you should see is the people that are actually out there. Mm-hmm. Um. I was at the summer jam. I didn't yeah. take a bunch of pictures like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, took yeah. pictures of what was important, but I right. came out and I supported. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <coughs> the same thing with other events that have gone on. I've tried to support. I've missed a few things and I'm kind of upset because yeah. I didn't either know of them or I didn't get the emails for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is impossible to go to everything. No, you can't. You're not going to make it to everything. So then I try to pick um, the things that mean the most to me yeah. or mean the most to someone in the community. So be like, Hey, you know, this, you know, I'm throwing this event or whatever. I'd really love it. If you showed up, you know, I'll try to accommodate <clears throat> so I can make it there. So at least they know, Hey, I got your back. Right. You know, right, I'll right. support you. Um, going up to talk, even a piggyback on M's thing. I can't even tell you when the mayor was like, come up here. Literally, I'm going up there to talk to the mayor. Yeah. I don't, everyone's like, look, yeah, I can't even tell you how I feel inside. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't happening. But I'll do it if yeah. if it means for you to be able to live in your apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being vocal and know that the person that's going in there is going to genuinely fight for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my race, where's all your signage? I don't have signage. I don't have a bunch of money. Right, I, it's right. coming in, little donations here and there. And to ha- whoever has donated, I do want to say thank you. Right. Because times are tough, and I appreciate mm-hmm. anything that you give me at this Facts. point. But I've also not picked a side. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of, in some sense, <laughs> I'm like, damn, I would have, you know, went this way, I would have gotten endorsed by this person. Or if I would have went uh, this see, way, I, I would have been endorsed by this person. <clears> but <throat> I'm standing on humanity right now. Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of like just my values as, as a person growing up. It has nothing to just being a genuinely good person. And like growing up, like in St. Peter's Church, that, right. that, that, dedication of going to church every Sunday, but learning also like just how to be care about people. It's, you know, I don't care what it is as long as you're, you know, there try to help the next person or advocate for the next person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, otherwise kind of what's the point, you know, at life, I I don't know. I'm so, so my morality wise, ethical, you know, it, it gets to a point where, um, I don't know, what's the point of doing everything if you're only doing it for yourself? And once you start thinking a little bit like that, it gets to a point of, okay, well, how can I help the most people? And pretty rapidly becomes a, I should run for office, unfortunately. Yeah, so (laughs) even, like, running for office, um, I was starting the year off just a clean slate, personal things, just kind of clearing those things out and, and just, I guess, working on... The whole thing was just working on and bettering myself this year, mentally, uh, physically, and just um, spiritually, just having a closer connection um, with God, to be honest with you, like all jokes aside. Um, (coughs) And that's kind of what's guided me to be in this election. It's the day of the papers coming out. I was going down to file petitions. I'm like, yeah, I know the papers are coming out sometime this week. I was like, you know what? Let me just ask him as I'm leaving. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's today. Of course it's today. Perfect. (laughs) Of course it's today. So I'm like, I don't know how you feel, but sometimes you have these things where it kind of just tells you, and it it was like, grab your papers. You don't need to believe in God to believe in science. Believe in, (laughs) yes. And so that was meant to be, and then going through the process of seeing how many people in the district are not registered voters. Mm-hmm. 
how many people in the district are they're non-citizens yeah. technically yeah you know what i mean and it's a lot yeah it's a lot it, and that's it, complicating because their vote they, they don't get a vote but the other people are voting against them and that's that's that part so the they they can't vote and so the majority that don't really want to listen to them let's just say whatever thoughts they feel their majority will overtake because there's no one to really speak for. So the people that can vote for them don't vote either. Right, 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 right. And it just becomes... A, but, but the people who, who don't want them to be able to vote and are against them, they make vote. sure to vote. Right. Oh, yeah. They're coming out. And, <laughs> and like, again, nothing against um, the other side, you know, because at this point it's like the dark side. Either way, whatever. Um, they've been doing now to make sure the mail-in voting... And, and getting people out, you know, if you can't make it that day of election, make sure that you are, are mailing in your vote. Mm -hmm. So that's usually something that is in the Democratic playbook, is making sure you get those mail by, by votes. Yeah, the mail yeah. ballots. So now the Republicans are, are using that as that. well. Even though this is supposed to be a, a nonpartisan race. That's yeah. I've been using the words conservative and progressive. Um, which doesn't perfectly cap encapsulate it, but so I'm I'm um I'm trying to think moderate. I'm a moderate. Okay, mm. I'll be I'll be a Mansion. What's his name? Joe Mansion. I'll be a Joe Mansion from Maryland, state senator. I'm not familiar. I'm, ah, I, got, I know see, nothing about politics. We're gonna politics. have to do more about this <coughs> politics stuff. So Joe Mansion. Joe yeah. Mansion. He's a he's a well he's a moderator, but he's a senator moderate. I'm sorry. I think he's from Maryland. But he has kind of the same views, too, where it's Democratic and kind of Republican views, but not really. Again, it's humanity. Well, that's my thing is that, and I've always been this way, and that's why I, like, I don't talk about politics. I'm, like, I'm the dude at work when people bring up politics. I'll just, like, sarcastically go along with everything you're saying just because either, A, I don't care, two, I don't know, or, like, C, it's, like, nonsense that people are just like regurgitating and that's politics you know what i'm so, saying like so few people have their own opinions right right so i don't really i'm not in tune with that but my thing is it's not so polar like you can't say that human issues are either it's not a republican or republican a democrat. or democratic no. there's no such a thing you know what i'm saying to 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 generalize so vaguely two groups to to make up a whole population it's asinine so it's like bro there's there's always going to be a wide spectrum of of <clears throat> give and take and that's why when people are so when they plant their flag in the ground like i'm a democrat i'm a republican it's like bro it's not that simple like that they use it like a character trait and I it's mean, like it is it's, yeah this is, it's, it's more of a, a school mascot like, like which yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah who you repping that part right so even through this race um, what are you? Right. And American? it's like, bro, what does it matter? <laughs> I'm like, matter? American. I was born here. <laughs> right. I don't know. And don't so know. then I know what they're asking me, yeah. but I can, I can give it too. I could be a little yeah. bit, I, oh, I learned. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. And, um, and it's that, like, what's, what's your, your political stance or, you know, what side you're on. And I think what's happening even nationally across the whole 
country is that where people are just sick and tired of the labels. Like, right. you know, you have to be either left or you have to be either right. Well, so and it's, it's not just sick and tired. It's both sides pitting each other against each and, other. And they're yeah. not coming up with any <laughs> resolutions. It's just bl- the blame game. Like, he yeah. did it. No, she did it. No, he did it. She did it. Yeah, yeah we're and not discussing solutions. We're just discussing what happened. Exactly. And I feel that I'm hearing a lot, a lot of talks um, about a Green Party um, <coughs> push, just a Green Party push for this presidential election. I mean, I don't really know too much of candidates coming out, but that would be interesting. Um, it, last so, so cycle... This isn't uh, someone saying that they want to be a Green candidate. This is just a bunch of people saying maybe they'll be a good Green candidate since there aren't any good blue or red ones. Exactly. And mm. I think last presidential cycle was 188,000 um, Green Party votes or something like that. Wow. So... If you really were to like put it maybe on the ballot or right. promote it, you tap know, in, like tap into your market, tap into the market. Maybe <clears throat> they'll they'll go for it. Um, we just need changes nationally in a state level too, because a lot of the city issues that are happening are a state problem, mm. so, and I feel that they should step up. So I I, I agree, um, but I've also found that uh, it's one of those you can tell someone's not going to be. I, I've been paying attention to a lot of the the. Some of the peop- some of the candidates have uh, responded to it seems like most questions. Maybe it's not actually most, but they'll say uh, seek inf- blah 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 from the state or federal level resources. I-, I guess what I'm trying to say is I found this is the first time you're mentioning state, and I love that. And more importantly, you're demanding accountability and betterment from them, not saying we're going to rely on them. You're saying this is a them problem. I don't know. Where, where I'm going with this is I found a lot of times people deflect responsibility. People trying to be a city councilor say. No, the state will handle that, or we'll we'll get the state to fix it, or something like that, and mm. or uh, this is covered at a federal level. And so then, let's have conversations with them. Mm-hmm. I, th- you know, like the loss of communication is what even work in corporate, wherever it's that it's the lack of communication, and people end up. That's how wars are started because people yeah. are not understanding each other, and there's not a real dialect. And like I said, I may not agree with everything. You know, I grew up in the church, and people be like, oh, well, then you don't like, you know, the LGBTQ community. My daughter's in the LGBTQ community. Right, right. So, like, because I'm not out here promoting it and screaming it at the top of the lungs, Mm -hmm. you have no clue of what what my beliefs and stance are, you know? But if you ask me... yeah. Yeah, and it's not, because I'm not, I don't know, some people, again, like David was saying, you know, some people will be out here at just, mm-hmm. this is what I do, and yeah, this is parading. who I represent, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, but then in the long run, it's, what are you really doing? Yeah, what are you contributing? What you are know? you contributing? And, and I, I mean, sometimes it's a voice. Uh, yeah. Like, right now, what do you bring to the table? I mean, among everything else, a Latino woman voice. Like, like yeah. that's, I don't know. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, if someone's saying, I represent queers. That's not a bad thing. Uh, like, no. like Definitely. But but it's also, there are people who are, I represent this community, and that's their only selling point. It's not, yeah. I have values. That part. Right, right. I represent every <laughs> single one that needs a voice. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. single body that is having an issue to have someone advocate for them. Um, even didn't know, you know, that, that you can file petitions and you can do all these 
there's different ways to kind of navigate through City Hall. And again, I'm still learning a lot of these things. But but, but this is also all unnecessarily complicated. And that's part of the... Ugh, like, this yeah. is... It's not just City Hall. I, obviously, it's also a larger thing. But, like, City Hall has never bothered to fix it. So, so for example, when I went with M. Keyless to... Um, the, she was doing a public uh, records request for it to pretty much see who... Uh, ha- which, which how counselors had voted in the past. We did this last uh, week, and I think she then filed. Anyways, wh- where I'm going with this is um, there, people were helpful and friendly, but but like the fact of the matter is, y- you should be able to look like there's a da- this is all database information. You can't find who voted based on what because you have to go back and look through the individual PDFs. Like they have made this uh. unnecessarily difficult and complicated, and it's it's searchable, but not. Not in a actual functional way. Like this is hours of work to do research on anything, and, and so the Massachusetts court system is the same. Anyways, uh, parks, the park, like trying to get any kind of licensing, permitting. None of the processes are clear. None of the fee structures are clear. Uh, someone else we're going to have on the episode on here, uh, Jeff uh, Kilbrew. Kilbrew, yeah. yes, um, he has the events over at Elm Park. Um, <coughs> And I spoke with him briefly a few months back, and he was telling me a little bit of what was going on. I did see his, uh, I believe he had a, I don't know if it was a petition, um, but him and... Memorandum um, of understanding, depending on when, t- when he talked to you about it. This, this, so he was just t- telling me about the same thing, where he was having issues with the um, ability of having the cars that he has over at Elm Park. And just the layers of how he has to go to get the permits. So and he's and like you. He doesn't take no for an answer. Someone says, you can't do that. He says, okay, why? Or, well, the law says this. Or, mm-hmm. well, it specifically says this, and this is what I'm doing. And that's, unfortunately, the only way to get shit done. But people who ask nicely and just, like, you know, I don't know. If you're just trying to fill out forms and not going to be persistent about it, you can't get jack shit done. Yeah. Well, even that whole thing with events, like throwing those events, it's red tape after red tape. And like, fees. And fees. And and it sounds like, sounds some like shady shit. Like these <laughs> fees are not, like decided. They're just weird. Like you have to pay this person. You got to pay this person. You got to pay this person. Like the way they were breaking it down, I was just like. Get this sounds, this is This sounds like a movie. Sounds this like sounds, extortion. It, yeah. It's. <laughs> What's really going on? Where's all this money then going? No, no, going? no, this isn't protection. This is this is a uh, maintenance fees. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. like <laughs> that part. Yeah. And and so then if that's the case, um, it would be good to, it would be nice to know, uh, where are these fees being allocated? Yeah. Where where are those money mm. that you're charging these people? Where where is that going? Um. But also, it should all be upfront. Like, like you. Can't... You should be. It should be visible, like you said. It shouldn't even even their website. So their website is better than most day websites, but it is a massive shit show. Mm-hmm. And and I've seen other towns like if you go on other towns and cities, they're a little bit. They're designed to be user friendly. User friendly, and and so when I go on their website, and I pretty much I, I'm I can navigate a computer, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm still like you. I'm lost. I And then you get frustrated and then yeah. you quit. And so then you wonder, are you making it that hard so people just don't even want to So I, I don't things. know if they necessarily made it different. I think about this the same way I think about, like, banks and payment things. Like, you know, large corporations have not acknowledged ADHD for accommodation purposes. Yep. But they have built structure. They have built, like, you know, late fees. Like, their systems are designed to account for the fact that people will say, I'm going to do that and then not do that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. So, in other words, yes, I'm 100% sure that just like insurance uh, systems, this is an executive function nightmare to, mini- to minimize the p- chances of people using it. Yeah. In again, it goes right back to like that page. When I click on it, I it should be flooded with things for people to vote. Yeah. I shouldn't have to go and click here and link here. They don't have it, a banner. I think they have some sort of a banner, but again, this was I did a lot of calling out on Mantel Chronicles, like I was running my yeah. mouth. Yeah, oh, I was back. <laughs> so I I'm was, not on. I'm not really like I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook. Okay. So fill me you, in on Main you, South Chronicles because I I, follow, I just followed it. Um, you just followed it. Yeah. I be talking my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I be talking my I I be talking my, but it's more of a like accountability where it's like I'm calling these things out and I feel though some of the things that they have been working on mm-hmm. they're listening. Yeah. Yes. They're listening to what I'm saying and or, they're watching what I'm doing because I've recorded encampments under the bridge Mm -hmm. next day they were gone and not that i want them to be gone like that but this dude has been under that bridge for a year Mm. what's you know what's happening with that the same thing with the bridge that connects from canterbury street to illinois where the crystal park upcs um okay yeah yeah, the train track bridge yeah down there i went because, again, our district counselor in the city was supposed to do a walk audit or a walk through, um, never saw them, never felt like they did it. So I did a reel for them. Right, right. If you go on there, you'll see a bunch of reels. And it's yeah. been that, just me pumping my music and just video stuff. And you can see the trash. You can see, like, there aren't any lights through that bridge where the fence is on the top. And so. so speaking of trash. Go, that's two. Can What's we get some trash cans? Right. Go ahead. Well, I mean, we're on the same page. I heard that sigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is sad and unfortunate and entirely avoidable. The community fridge um, wasn't only just helping, I think, the people that are living out in, I'm sorry, the people that are unhoused, because I want to say that, and are forced to live outside. Um whether it be through mental health, whether it be through drug addiction or whatever. But I've also seen families going in there. Yeah. You know, regular people grabbing fresh fruit, grabbing um, treats. So I think that's supposed to be okay for them. Like they're supposed to be for anyone. They should, and the fact that it was taken out, I think is what is bothersome because it was something that was being utilized. It was um, needed. Yeah. In in that main south was, in that, yeah. um, I think what's the other closest one? I think is Portland Street. Portland is not, not walking distance for most people. No, and walking, I've walked from my house all the way to City Hall. It's it's, it's a walk. Yeah, and you know if you're not physically able or you have right. a child who has my son is autistic, so we're not going far. Right. You know, it's not that I'm not out there with my kid because I don't want no. He's autistic and he will oh, he will. He will stop and tell you, (laughs) I'm not going. Call a cab right now. You know, and for some parents, they don't really have the option of having, like, I have a a 20-year-old and a 20, well, soon to be 25-year-old, so he can stay with them. But some moms don't have that. Some parents don't have that. And so they have to walk with their kids. And even, like, 
I guess that food desert part, I've been listening a lot and kind of understanding that as well to the food deserts. Um, like District 4, we have a few pantries, but District 4 is so huge. Yeah. And so a lot of these food pantries aren't really walkable. They're yeah. not really distant. Again, like he just said, it's that walking part. They're not really close by. and No, they're a community neighborhood fridge. Yes. And so speaking on that, too, it was just like, you know, the, the showers for the unhoused. And I, I feel like there aren't enough um, for the city. Part of uh, one, one of the things on my uh, daily commute is, um, I think it's St. John's? I could uh, Yes. Okay. The church over by Green Street. Yes. Yep, yep, exactly. Their, 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 uh, their big thing is um, Jesus said to feed the poor, so we do. And sure, whatever, that's great. Uh, that's fantastic. I, I, I like, I don't know. There's a part of me that's, it's, it's I don't know if guilt trippy is the right word. It's a, but, but it's against other religious people, so I love it. Mm-hmm. Not guilt trippy. Virtue signaling? Whatever. Either way, they also, I, I, realized, I read the other day, they have showers there. So people go there for breakfast and uh, and showers, and I, you know, if we had another one or two of those in the city, it would probably make a huge freaking impact. I don't know what people are thinking, but how are supposed people to, supposed to not get jobs or get out of being unhoused when they can't be presentable? So it's so funny. I was having a conversation earlier today on that, and um, we were talking about the lack of. Um, you know, th- there's not that many people working for the city. There's a lot of jobs, mm-hmm. right? There are a lot of job openings. So I'm like, oh, you know, you should have it at Polar Park. And cause I've been screaming that, like, Polar Park. And then somebody was like, you know, nah, that's that, you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Polar Park, you know, they should <laughs> do it down by the hub. And I'm like, there ain't nobody going to go by the hub. I was like, I was just there the other day. And um, I had, you know, to get back on the bus, and it took me a half an hour because there was someone that was, you know, kind of overdosing. The police were trying to help him. And in this case, honestly, I felt bad for the cops. Like, because it was a moment where they're truly trying to help the guy, but it's like a child when you're, you you know, you say you have kids, so your kid throws itself on the floor, and he doesn't want to go, and he's literally dead weight. That's kind of what this adult man was doing. Damn. Um, and so now you have 30 people standing outside. We're all waiting for, we got to go. Yeah. Like I got to go. I got to go back up to main street. We had to wait for the ambulance to come. Mm-hmm. And so this was at the hub. This was at the hub. Okay. Uh, Wednesday. But they, they like, block, so there were police cars blocking the, um, and so I think some of them, one was like a motorcycle cop and then, um, you know, motorcycle officer. And then there was another like you know, officer, maybe probably motorcycle, because they have the motorcycle police officers that patrol it. And, you know, them trying, and I'm looking at him, and I'm sorry, but I wanted to drag him off the bus because I'm like, I got to go. Right, right, You know, like, everybody's got to go somewhere, and fine, we had to wait for him to get, and all that for the bus to take off. Mm, Didn't even pick you guys up? Like, he, like, closed the doors, I mean, and left. And so now we had to wait another 15 minutes for another bus. And so then it, it, it's it's all these layers yeah. of things. And so um, I said, well, you know what? Screw it. Do it behind City Hall. And if you think about it, all of the unhoused people who have mental health or whatever issues would be back there. But I guarantee you a lot of the jobs that you're looking for, maybe do a payday mm. and, and pay them to work. 
and clean up the back of City Hall or something. I don't, I mean, I don't know how people see it that way, but you're not going to be able to fill these positions if you're not promoting them. Yeah. I've seen them promoting it heavily on Instagram, but it seems like that's kind of the only place they're actually doing anything. So I don't follow them on Instagram. I'm going to have to do that when I get home, but, but, but I've, not everybody follows Instagram. No, 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 Everybody's but, on Instagram. But, but yeah. I've heard this from a lot of, like, this This is, I'm agreeing with you. Instagram's the only place, and I think they started this three or four months ago because, every like, they had no one applying. So what what are these, what city jobs are these, like? Uh, it varies. Everything? Everything. Every, everything. Um, yeah, I was going to say. I'm, I'm going to open it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have, like, a lot of this, like, compliance stuff that they're talking about, um, it's, and it, I think they had jobs, too, of someone, like, even monitoring the oh, cool. video. They have an assistant city solicitor job. I should apply for that. Yeah, there you go. They probably are expecting a little bit of a law degree. <laughs> but even then, too, hire people that are, like, pre-law or something. So I'm just going to read through these because these are, like, like, so I don't know if these are necessarily great for this specific conversation, but it's still great to know about these. They're looking for a project monitor in economic development, deputy sealer of weights and measures and inspection, inspectional services, uh, deputy director of a man, emergency management, lakes and ponds program coordinator, environmental analyst for BPW, two city solicitors. Oh, I should apply for both of them. Oh, oh, and it's open until filled. I mean, that's honestly great because the city, the, the council needs one, but uh, I'm, I'm currently pissed off with trainer. Um, Okay, public facility, the chief accountant, treasurer, collectors, and deputy director for adult services, and then oh, homelessness policy strategist. Mm, I saw that one. Ugh. I mean, that's going to be a really good position for the right person, but I wonder what the fuck they're paying for. Oh, and youth services librarian, cool. But uh, does it? T- 40? Oh, okay, they're paying fifty-seven uh, to seventy-four annually for um, homeless pol- homelessness policy strategist. So they're like, that's not that's. Some of the jobs, if you look at them, it's like, it's not bad, you know? Um, I think they probably upped the pay, the rate of pay. They must have. Um, But that inspectional services, that's huge. Because that's where a lot of these um, Board of Health uh, jobs, the fire inspection, like all those... um, positions need to be filled to to be able to there's there's a high turnover not turnout but there's a high number of issues in Maine south especially with like board of health and landlords um and like just the state of apartments or how you know tenants are being treated and and they can only get to so much i think they were looking for like a plumber at one point and and some of these but again if you look on the website, though, you can navigate that pretty well. Now, imagine someone else just kind of, like, I think it should just be broke down by department. Okay. Where you have DPW and parks, right? And then you do the law department, because that's technically what it is. And you need clerks, and you need, you know, break down that website so it's legible for people that are not as tech savvy as others. I think that would help promote promote the page. Promote. I mean, like you just clicked on real quick, and you see that there's a few. I mean, if you really were looking for a job, there's some decent jobs on there. Yeah, and jobs that sounds like if you if like you said if you had the right person, you can make an impact. 
Um, yeah, like the the, the, the homelessness thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody that gives a gives a shit and uh, can vouch for people, and really, you know, attack and, it and it's strategically. A policy strategist, like yeah. this is a this is someone implementing systems for solving problems for for like long term solutions. Long term solutions. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if you watched last night's um forum and listening to Atel and kind of just talking about oh, I that too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When she spoke about the shelters and how there's no like um plan. Yeah. She. 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 she no. I mean, that was actually a fantastic. Sentence. I'm glad that yeah. she put that out there because I kind of know that, but the fact that there's no plan for it is what's um. Well, she, she didn't just address that there wasn't a plan. She talked about the time frame. She's like, once there is a plan, it's still going to be this long to do anything. Because you need, and so <laughs> then that's, that's the part where I get upset with everybody on that council. Because I feel like, you know what? You guys need to put your egos aside. Yes. Okay? And a lot of you, I, again, respectfully, yeah. you go to church on Sunday wear that cross around your neck it don't matter what district you live in then you should be able to put a shelter in your neighborhood as well too you know district four isn't gonna ever be able to really like thrive when everything's being dumped in here and we have little to no resources where i feel like in other districts you probably have property or a building where you could house i don't know 30 to 50 people or something in my, in a perfect world, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's 30 to 50 people that are out of the cold. Yes. And then while they're out of there and during that time, and I'm, I mean, we had the wet shelters and I, again, I have my thoughts on that as well too. I think it could have been better organized. So people didn't die from overdoses at the shelter um, or, or had staff that was capable of handling a lot of that. But again, I'm grateful to the church that they even were willing to take people in, you know, um, I mean, and, and so get, get them out the cold. One, yeah. w- one way of looking at it is, you know, if I don't know how, I don't, I didn't know there were overdoses there, but uh, assume there were two. Two people died. If they didn't open up their doors, every person who was in that church that night. They would have died right. either way. And, and so while they're there in the shelter, like, I, again, in a perfect world, but if we were to do it proactively and trying to just, you know, by the time the winter's over, you want to know that this person has a, is what's the plan? Yeah. Not wait, I think it was 31st of March, it yeah. just closed. And so now you're back out on the street because, huh. you yeah, know, we, we technically the temporary solutions. Yeah, the winter has finished, technically yeah. the season. But this morning, it was cold. Word. It was yeah. cold this morning, and then every morning I wake up, I just kind of think about that as well, too. Like, you know, I got I got a fan blowing out or whatever of the window, and I'm like, oh, it's a little brisk or whatever. Yeah. I have a blanket. I'm in a house. These people are outside, yep. you know, and like David touched upon, a lot of these people don't want to be out on the street, but now they don't have a place to shower. <clears throat> they don't have a, a, a comfortable place to sleep, yeah. okay, let alone so to have a good night's sleep, to be your 100%, you know, when you get up in the morning to go and work. Um, I don't know. I like what Atel said. Um, people, again, I may not agree with everything that she says, but it, I don't 
it's not that I don't like her as a person. Okay. I think her heart is um is in the right place. Her heart's amazing. And, like, and if, if, she, if, if if like it's kind of fascinating because like there's a lot of people who disagree with her and you know what I don't agree with them but I can respect them. But then there's people who dislike her and they're just they're just bad people. Like we get it. You want anyway. Sorry, keep going. And 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 I I want to touch. That's what I mean. These same people like. You go to church on Sundays. Yeah. You wearing that cross around your neck. You're talking, you know, Republicans, if you really want to go there, it's based off of conservative, right? And so I hate that word in some sense, too, because if you want to get technical, growing up, it's it was Democrat, uh, conservative Democrats. Oh, well, I, I love the word conservative. Because... No, no, not in a, not, no, not for, not in a bad way. But like for me, you know, yeah. people be like, oh, you're conservative. Or someone was like, oh, you're liberal. Or and I'm like, for people who don't like labels, you sure are throwing them around. Well, I'm a human, right, right, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> people like to use labels to, to categorize and then dismiss things. Exactly. But, but I, with, with conservative, I found that conservative actually just comes down to closed-minded. Like, conservative means I would rather focus on the thoughts already in my head than any new information. And so I don't fall under that. No. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And, and again, I don't agree with all of the other stuff on the left either. I, again, it's humanity. Yeah. And people just want to be heard. We may not agree. You may not even get what you want out the deal. Right. You know what I mean? But I listen to you. I'm taking your, and now I'm understanding it, and then we can come up, let's work on a plan or work some way to get what we want. It yeah. may not be all of what you want, mm -hmm. but at least you got something, and then we can work towards whatever it is the goal is, you know? Yeah. The goal right now is is housing. The goal right now is shelters. Yeah, and that's, what, that, we that's what I wanted to ask you, is like, what is what is the pressing issues right now that's... On housing your docket, housing you know? right now and the homelessness crisis that we have, the lack of shelters. Yeah, that that to me it's it's on the mind all the time because yeah. I I've gotten an eviction notice. It that shit hurts. Yeah, that shit hurts. And then when you don't have the rent to pay for what they're asking you. Yeah. Now you got to go to court. Yeah. And now you got to fight that out and and mediate in the courthouse. Nine times out of ten, the people that are there are all fighting. They're all on the side of the courthouse. And so if you're not on Social Security and stuff like that, you have to sit there and advocate for yourself. Yeah. Some people don't know. Like, for me, I'm pretty knowledgeable. I'm yeah. pretty... My, my landlord was doing stuff that I didn't know that he couldn't do yeah. legally. A lot of people I, don't bother to, to read. You know, like so And the, it's not even reading. Like, even looking documents that were... They look legit. Yeah. And legally, you can't even do that. There's so many different things, and most landlords have no freaking clue. And, and, and I don't know. It, it's it's Massachusetts is supportive of tenants in the aspect of uh, if, if a landlord does something wrong, the tenant uh, is legally entitled to three times rent, and it's pretty easy for them to get that. But it's when I say easy, I mean it's not pretty easy. It's You're relatively right. easy. <laughs> so, like – it's simpler than uh, most court processes because the law is clearly stated uh, in their favor. So, yeah. So, the... Um, so, anyways, what I'm trying to say here is uh, it, it's it's one of those, like, if the tenant knows how to enforce, the, how to uh, uh, assert their rights, 
navigate it. Yeah. Right. But 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 one, like you said, most people don't. And two, th- this is a power dynamic. Like it's not just like no one thinks, let me go learn about my rights when when they're when the person who owns the building they live in is like, hey, you've got fourteen days. Yep. Yeah. And then you get down there, and you, and it's just that. And by the time you get the notice, now say two days have gone. So now that's two days off of whatever clock that's ticking. And well, that go ahead. If I'm not mis, it's supposed to be like the end of the next month. So, well, so you get this 14 day notice, right? Okay, if it's for non-payment, yeah. yeah if fair. it's for non-payment, and so you have 14 days. It's kind of like a warning, saying, "Hey." You haven't paid August's rent. Um, and so it gives you that time from until the end of the month to, to figure out your, your rent. So um, COVID prime example. Mm. Let's touch on COVID. So I was working for the Worcester Housing Authority. And people were getting evicted during COVID when they were supposed to have, um, what was it? The, uh, the, mem- the mandate, uh, the mem- mem- memorial, mem- something like one of those moratorium. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, and people were getting evicted, mm. and you know they don't really know that you're not supposed to get evicted during a moratorium. Yeah, you know and they probably thought because whatever they had done or whatever, um, that they couldn't fight that. People who lost their jobs. So for me, not that I want you guys all up in my business, but um, so September 2020, um, like I've said on the forum, um, I quit my job. And I quit my job because at this point, I, I worked through COVID. This is before mask and all that stuff. Like, yeah. And even then, it was it was a nightmare. At Worcester Housing. At Worcester Housing in just general, because yeah. my kids now, they're at home from school doing homeschool at the same time. So, it was a nightmare. And then both these kids have IEPs, both have special needs. So, as a parent, for me, education's huge, regardless yeah. how I took my past. But mm-hmm. for me, education's huge for my kids. And so, you know, knowing that my son was going to graduate, because now he's, what, 10? It was like 10 and, and a half. The 10th grade, but like half the way through the year when yeah. the country got shut down. This is MCAS time. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, what's going to happen with his MCAS? Like, him logging on. Half the time he wasn't even logging on. So whatever. I was able to get unemployment, and I still paid my rent. Mm -hmm. I could have gotten benefits, and I didn't. Now, when it was time last year to get benefits, I think it was 2022 was, like, the last benefits I had gotten for the rent, Mm -hmm. for the raft or whatever. That was a nightmare, too. Because I filled out the application. The application seemed like it was, again, not user-friendly. Or yeah. whatever I was doing, it was it was sending me somewhere else. Then on top of that, it would tell me that it was, it was still... Pro- I had, like, three applications at the same time. Hmm. Because one was messing up, the other one wasn't doing it, and then tell me I have to redo another one. By the time I had gotten through, they're like, yeah, uh, CMH, CMHA took yeah. your case. Because it was almost a bid. So, again, nothing against CMHA, but they had gotten money around that time. Yeah. Right? Funding. And in this funding, they were supposed to have all the resources and tools that they needed to be able to make that agency run at at the capacity that it needed to be. Mm -hmm. 
because you had a lot of applications coming in and they weren't able to keep up with the the quota of, yeah. of getting um you know these people their money so when you would call it say we'll reach out to you in 24 hours the next time i called it was like we'll reach out to you in a week no way this was after you gotten the money so now i'm frustrated because now i'm like so i had to actually reach out to raft over on may street and they were the ones even though it wasn't C- cmh i'm telling you took my case yeah I don't know what that girl did. Shout out to the girl that answered the phone. But at RAF, she explained to me and broke it down. But even then, I had to be like, please help me. Yeah. They're saying it's going to be a week before someone gets back to me. I've already called three times now and left a message. It's that part where I get frustrated and I want to work with agencies like that or even have conversations because I'm not going to change your policy or how your mission is or yeah, yeah, yeah. the way you run your agency. I'm, that's, you I'm can not, help improve all their systems. But I can improve it by yeah. having conversations. Hey, this is what happened or this is what people are going through. Um, even right now, y'all, yesterday, yesterday, I was having conversations over at Dippin' Donuts. My flyer's up over there too, so you guys can... Hit that cash app. Hey. Hey. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding, but I need the money. But <laughs> she was telling me she had gotten a, um, a voucher from RCAP. That's the name, not RAF. Bless you. RCAP. And she was looking for a studio, one-bedroom apartment. I said, good luck. Yeah. You know, there's nothing out in Worcester right now. And so then that's when I want to have these conversations. You're giving out these vouchers in Worcester. We have no capacity. We don't have anything. Can you expand that voucher out? Maybe Clinton has a studio or one bedroom that can house this person, even though it's moving them out of the city. But if you need a place to live desperately enough, at least that person has a place to live. Go where you got to go. Yeah. Go where you got to go or even Shrewsbury. Same thing with Worcester Housing Authority. My landlord wanted to do um, help me like with the leased housing. So I go down, he says, go down. We both worked at housing, okay? I go down to housing, and they're like, yeah, no, it's like a six- to eight-year waiting list. My landlord is willing (laughs) to take this program. He's willing to, you know, go through what they have to to try to help me so I can stay in my house, and I have to wait years. Yeah. Crazy. There's there's also times people, I I had tenants that got, they while they lived with me, they qualified for Section 8. I said, sure, whatever. Uh, the, the amount they were getting was based... So I, I own townhouses. Okay. Um, and so they were qualified for a two-bedroom apartment, not townhouse, which was... So I, I would have had, had to pr- pretty much discount rent about 400 bucks for it to be viable. They were like, whatever, we'll just pay you the difference. I'm like, yeah, I, the whatever, same amount to me. I mean, I don't care. Um, talk to Worcester Housing Authority. That's a violation of everything. Like, for if, if they're able to pay me 400 bucks, they're not supposed to... Like, if they're able to pay the difference, they're not supposed to be able to get a voucher. Um, Which let, is let, crazy. Yeah, it's the whole... It, but, but they can't pay the difference. Like, they only got qualified for a certain amount. They're, they're the place they lived, which they didn't have any major complaints with, they was more expensive because it wasn't an apartment. Okay. And they... Um, but but the, the housing agency would not allow them to pay the difference. They were like, no, if you qualified for this, you're not supposed to be able to have... And I, I think they... I don't know. Anyway, like, they were paying rent before, so Crazy. the fact that they, they were elderly. You're getting this voucher. You're supposed to be poor and always be poor and never not be poor. Well, actually, that brings up a really – I don't it's know like, if it's still the same, but you used to only be able to have 2000 bucks in a bank account if you were on SSI. 
Social Security income. I think now it's booted. I think it's still two thousand in the bank, but I think you can make up to like a certain amount. It's more than the two thousand mark, and I think that's obviously due to um, the cost of living and and the way the economy is. Um, but I wanted to. I just had a brain fart, but I wanted to touch back on something you were saying. Housing. Yeah. So I know people that are paying like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars just to live in housing in Great Brook Valley. Yep. Because it goes according to your income. Yeah. And and they would never though be able to afford regular rent in a regular apartment. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's where I wish that the state would work more with housing. I know that Ed Augustus is now in, in charge of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. I'm sure that won't go horribly. No comment. No comment. Um, Clearly, you are from the city. You've seen the need. The state, you know that there's a need. Um, You know, the governor, and again, this isn't calling anyone out, but you are giving out money left and right for projects left and right. Throw some money and have it make sense. And, And even these kids... Or not even kids, because I don't want to say that. I'm going to take that back. Students that say they're studying in a mental health um, course or human services course. Shoot, they need a job. Give them a part-time job, and they can work at the facility, too, and get some training. Yeah, It'll be a hands-on experience. I have so many people that have worked in adult day health care centers. It's the same thing. You're working with people that either have mental health issues um, special needs, etc. Like, there are so many people that are qualified right here in our city that could yeah. really make an impact. In or a, in even a, if they weren't, you could also create a system to get more people qualified more quickly, and then they would have jobs. Certificates. Instead of asking for, like, associate's degrees and, and, and bachelor's degrees, not everybody's going to college. Right. And not some people have tried college. I've tried college. Same. I dropped it's, out. It's... I did too, but it was more because of this election. Like, I learned quickly, you know, if you're, it's controversial. But if a person has experience, like David's saying, or you have a program, there should be programs that are easily and readily available that are are in a time frame where we could speed it up. You know, instead of doing a two-year program, even the certificate programs to make it where they have more access to better jobs, yeah. where it's not just a little window of opportunity because you got that certificate. So you're only able to go here, there, and there. Even though you learned all these other skills, you can only go here because you don't have a degree. Yep. You know, give, give people a chance. And, and to me, I, I, I want to give a shout-out to whoever has given me a chance. And a lot of these people... um. Like, I, I got an opportunity not being in Worcester. It was working in Shrewsbury. Yeah. You know, um, even though it was starting off in food service in the in the cafeteria for the kids. But then now you're jumping me up to be a calf manager. There are people there that have seniority. Yeah. You know, and, and I get when people talk about races, but you got to talk about Shrewsbury uh, 15, 16 years ago, yeah. 17 years ago. There weren't people that looked like me working there. Uh, in the system. Yeah. Um, but I worked hard, like, and um, 
my integrity, my work ethic, and the rapport that I had with a lot of the staff and just working with the kids, that builds you up and it gives you experience, you know, yeah. and, it, and it gives yeah. you opportunities. And so um, I've been grateful for that. I've been around a lot of people that kind of guided me to be better. And in a lot of the jobs that I've gotten, you know, you needed some sort of experience. My, uh, yeah. Sink or swim. Yeah. My, uh, I, I found out this afternoon I might have to hire a new front desk person. And um, it's actually really, really, really sucky on my end uh, because they're amazing. Um, and uh, the reason is they got a call back from the Worcester Public School System. Uh, they applied there before before I hired them a, a little over a year ago. Um, and uh, they got a call yesterday. So when you think about that for a moment, I think yesterday was the first day of school. So someone didn't show up for their job, and yeah, so yesterday was the first day for staff. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, so, so he, he and they're calling him. So I, he's probably going to take. He's probably going to get the job. He's probably going to take it. Um, but I, I pushed him too because effectively, you know, it, it's not just a pay raise. It's also a, uh, it, it's also state benefits and it's a career well, move. Yeah. yeah, it's a exactly. It's a career move. He can do this, and then yeah. Exactly. It's, you know, this is forever for the rest of his life going to be better because he did this. And, um, frankly, this shop is, is uh, no one, like, because turnover's high, not, like, on a short time frame, but no one wants, you know, no one who wants to work in a computer repair shop stays interested for more than a year and a half or so. <laughs> like, like if, you're, if you're this passionate about learning, you're going to get bored. Yeah. And this is, so, so, like, I, you know... The good news is if you, you know, uh, anyways, I, I've managed to keep some employees for a while and I've managed to, to be good at finding new ones. But what I'm realizing is the way I can make myself best is by being, a, you know, being an efficient launch pad, helping people to establish a career. Like my favorite thing is people who straight from high school, they come here, they work for two months and say, you know what? I'm never going to open another computer. I hate this. <laughs> they yeah. learned it and they did that before starting a career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a uh, priceless information. Yeah. That's that's experience that that you don't really you know. But but creating an educational environment that is then a launch pad could be really really helpful for a lot of, of different I don't know it, it's there's so many different yeah industries that could use that like for instance my uh, my uncle uh, Theo Charlie you you may run out of um, Albert he was once and uh, okay I've heard Juan's of him. Tina's older brother um, he right now it's in Southbridge but he runs for Centro Centro Las Americas the nonprofit Latino organization on um, Sycamore, Sycamore. Um, he runs the he runs like a woodworking shop yeah. and so it's a woodworking shop that they they hire um, like, like ex ex incarcerated people uh, felons for, uh, young kids like my one of my young cousins from Southbridge works there you know what I mean and they refurbish furniture, they make furniture, and he teaches them woodwork, and he's from PR. He's done woodwork in his whole life, you know what I'm saying? He He's a contractor. He builds houses, he builds doors and stuff, so he teaches them how to woodwork, and this is a this is a transferable skill. He's teaching them how to use power tools. Then they also sell all this furniture in the storefront. So, um, like you're saying, it's a launch pad. You know, you're giving these people tools, uh, readily available. Sure, what I'm doing with computers. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and um, and you know that that's something like my little cousin that's going there right now. He he, like we just had to convince him to do it, so he's not out there in the street or like wasting his time because he's young, you know. So he's there, he's doing it, but at least yeah, bro. Even if you don't love it, even if it's not, I'm gonna be a, an amazing architect, a contractor. I'm gonna build houses one day. 
this is at least an experience where you could see real life from a from a lens of like pure yeah, like purity where it's like do i want to do this is this is this the the, the way i want to go do i like trades do i do i want to go the corporate route um it's it's like you said it's a launch pad and to have that that's a great resource so having having something like you around and 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 bosses with that mindset where it's like i just want to see my employees succeed and i want you to do what's best for you and your family um i think that's that's what's really going to help people get to that next next level um in you know in the community yeah. i think that's key though to be uh, being a good leader is that is yeah. is just allowing um a person to grow even though mm-hmm. you know and and showing them or giving them skills to be able to elevate themselves um because yeah. isn't that's the whole goal of it right you know um is is seeing other people succeed yeah and yeah. just giving them a shot i think um we need again we need so much yeah. but that that was kind of always my thing is if i had the money and i could you know know how to get a nonprofit started yeah it would be that taking like and don't take my ideas because if you take my ideas, I'm patenting <laughs> it right now. I yeah. swear to God, I'll pull up to your nonprofit. <laughs> but you know, a lot of these people go to the pantry, and I've been going to volunteer at um, Belmont Zion Church over yep. on Illinois Street. And by the way, uh, they give out food every Friday between, I want to say one and five or two and five over on Illinois Street. Um, bring your own bag. But they give fresh fruits, vegetables, like Wonderful. they give out a lot of food. But in that, there was like dried beans. Mm. And so people don't know how to cook the dried beans, so yeah. they won't grab it. Uh. Or they'll see the beef stew packet, and they don't really know, uh, you know, beef stew. But if you're really hungry, you can take white rice and beef stew. Yeah. And there's the meat, you know, you have a lot of pantries that are giving out the rice. So even having like a cooking show with just food, uh, the pantry food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the government. Pantry meals. The pantry meals. What? Yeah. yeah. There you Ooh. go. Oh, I like that. Pantry meals. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. Um, and show them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they can learn how to cook um, certain meals. A lot of the younger, a lot of the younger generation yeah. doesn't know how to cook. No, no, that's a fact. Um, and it doesn't have to be like hamburgers and, and uh, you know, fried chicken and all no, this extra. No, no. You could make literally with tor- tortillas, black beans and corn and some mozzarella cheese. You have yeah. a vegetarian burrito, you yeah. know, people don't. Oh, really? And I'm telling them, and they're like, oh, my God, have that. Show them woodworking classes, yeah. even how to put a nail, hit a, a, yeah, a, yeah, ha- yeah. Um, a nail with a hammer. Yep. Power tools. stuff Sewing. Like that. Yep. Basic, like, so I know the library does it, but let's do it where it's now working. Teach them how to make a shirt. Yeah. Teach them how to make a pair of pants. We saw through COVID, everybody right. was doing masks. Right. Um, we could do gardening. Yeah. Teach them how to huge, do their own, own vegetables and their huge, own gardening. Um, we could do budgeting classes because yeah. a lot of us, even like he spoke on ADHD or yeah. you have any type of mental health, sometimes that can mess you up. To be organized. Um, we have a, so- a society that preys on that, you know, that, that makes it a point to capitalize on the fact that people 
poverty are, pimping. That's yeah. my word. Yeah. Poverty pimping is one thousand percent. That's exactly what it is. One thousand percent. And they make money off it, like you said. Yeah. Um, and and then in a district, especially that doesn't vote. Yeah. The resources are limited, so you don't really know what's happening in your district until you see these things go up, and then it's it's. By that time, there's a waiting list. It's it's a waiting list. It's too, and then we're being like Cattell said. She, I think it was reactive instead of, yeah. um, you know, proactive. And I think we need to take steps and all of that. Um, you know, have more. Our, we need to be educated. Yeah. It's like almost like you're you're re-educating, you're reinstilling all these um, valuable tools that will make you successful. Even if you're working hard time at a repair shop yeah. for three months, mm-hmm. you took that. And I, it's awesome that he's doing that. Not all employers are like that. Yeah. But it would be nice that you give a lot of these younger kids an opportunity to be able to learn. Yeah. How are you going to have employees and find themselves if they don't really learn and start them younger? Like, yeah. let's stop waiting. And I'm not saying 12 and child labor <laughs> laws, but... If there's somebody out there that has a bike shop, yeah, okay, and you probably, I, I'm imagining with all this new biking that everybody's promoting, you're going to have more business, right? Mm-hmm. Have a kid over there on the weekends working, I don't know, two, three hours, even if it's two hours, teach him how to take a bike wheel off and on the thing. Yeah. Teach him how to put the chain onto the bike. Now, he could take that and go back to his buddies, yeah. and he's just taught them. And then maybe they'll end up being future bike right. owner, bike or shop. Or mechanic or, or anything, Anything. You know? And I think we've just become so ego, self-centered, and all about ourselves and selfish that we have information. Right, And right. we sometimes like to keep it guarded to yes. ourselves yes. so that, well, I'm not going to teach him because if I let him know, then he right. might take then something he might take it and me. run from it. And, and, whatever, and we've whatever. seen this even in jobs. Yeah. Like where you know how to do it, but you'll purposely see me struggle. Right. So that I don't learn your skill. Exactly. Thinking that I might be better like at it. Get or one I, over yeah. whatever it is. In IT, it was big. Uh, I, I mean, oh I haven't God, worked yeah. in IT in forever, but when I was in corporate IT, that's absolutely how it was where it was like I was brand, brand new. So I'm asking for help from my few coworkers, and a lot of these dudes are just holding their cards to their chest, and it's like, bro, I just need to learn how to fix this problem. Oh, like, wait, the wait problem's still... So, so that's also a, they know that if they give you the answer, you're going to mess up next time. Yeah. It's not just a... Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that that too, but also, like, like doing it, it fixing, or, or, you know, fixing an issue without... Showing me how to. Oh, that's bullshit. You know what I mean. That way, I rely on you to a certain extent. Um, that w- that's part of it. Where it's like, you, I don't know. It's it's a power thing. Where it's like, I know how to fix this. I'm going to be the one to fix it. I, if I let you in on this, then that how valuable am I? You know what I mean. Well, that's just like the public. I say the public office eye because this can be corporate as well too, yeah. where you almost have to have the boss come up with the idea, even though it's yours. Right. And make right. them sound like they came up with it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. literally just came up with it, and yeah. you're giving it, and then pumping them up mm-hmm. so that they can look good, but then you can act. You're, just to get it done. Just, just to, to get, get it done. done, but you're also <laughs> trying to, like, get your foot in the door. Right, right, Like, right. maybe if I throw this idea... <laughs> 
I had a fortune cookie a few months ago. It was literally a fortune cookie, which it does. It wasn't because I'm quoting it. This is the third or fourth time. But uh, imagine what you could accomplish if you didn't care who got credit for it. Yes. Wow. Yes. And and a lot of people need to um, – I think a lot of people need to do a lot of self-search, a lot of deep internal, like, healing, and, like, kind of just look at themselves and – um. Heal that inner child. Heal that inner child. Give yourselves a hug. Right. Um, it's not your fault. <laughs> no. But it also doesn't give you the right to be, like, just a shitty human, you know? No. Um, I and I, I At all, you know? I think we should take whatever trauma, losses, grief, whatever we've gone through in life and actually, like, learn from it. And even though, you know, no one's healed no one's completely healed. They're healing. But take that healing by spreading love to someone else and, and, and teaching someone else, you know. Um, Teach someone else they can love themselves in the same way you learn to. Exactly. Yeah. And then what does that do? That that spreads, you know, mm-hmm. the same way they say, oh, you know, pay pay it forward or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, just be nice. Yeah, yeah. Just be be nice. nice. Help someone out. You know, if you see someone outside and, and they look sad or whatever, hey, you okay? You right. know, they might tell you to fuck. Right, right, right. Ask, you know, and and that's happened to me out in the community. And I think, um, not that I'm tooting my own horn, and and I'm, I have gotten a lot, a lot of great feedback, um, but I can't let it get to my head. So people will be like, "Oh, you're doubting yourself." It's not doubting. It's um, no, it's a it's a constant self. Am I doing enough? If not, how can I do it better? And I struggle with that yeah. a lot. And, and it's not, you're almost built with that. You mm-hmm. can't shut that off. Yeah. There's no way I've tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I've tried so many times. But it's just finding a, a what's a better way. Like how can, you know, if this, this isn't working, how can we come up with a better way? And I get annoyed with conversations and trying to like sit there and, um, find ways because they'll do that a lot oh you know we'll have a meeting and we'll have a report yeah we'll talk about it eventually so we can yeah. find a time to talk about it eventually three months down the line so if we're going to do these reports and we're going to do these things let's do them steadfast like make it yeah. quick so that that way we can have this conversation we can grab and that would be my other goal like i want to have conversations with pillars in the community like you know what i mean Wong and and Dinita and like um, the pastor over at Belmont Zion Church. You know, you yeah. have key people in the community. EBS, they're constantly giving out food. Yep. Um, Jeremiah's in all of these places that are 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 producing some sort of need for District Four. I want you at that table. Yeah. If if I had that opportunity and humbly, you know what I mean. Let's all come to the table. How can we figure out the, the you know, the food deserts that yeah. we have going on? Is there a way we can even transport some of these items? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are we doing as a city? Is, is there a way that the city could get involved to help you guys even more? Again, I'm learning a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff is just straight common sense. Yeah. So the, as far as time things taking a while, and uh, so, so I found that uh, – Politics is a lot like the court process. Effectively, you delay it long enough and you're winning. 
What, what? You make it, a co- and that's what I see a lot on that floor sometimes. And right yes. now, if you haven't noticed, the oh, past yes. few weeks, though, people are trying to get their stuff through. Well, every It's week. election season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so they're pushing, pushing, pushing for stuff. And I'm not saying that you're not, your heart's not in it or that you're not genuinely. Um, it might be something you actually care about, but you're doing it right now as a political move. Yes, it's not coming from your heart and being genuine. Yeah. And um, it's for appearances. So, like this race in District 4, you have five candidates. And um, I, I'm not going to, you know, but I see what's going on. You know, I, I see it. People are seeing it for what it really is. There are a few candidates, and. Um, I've sat back and I've watched some of the the interviews that have taken place. Um, I need the person that's running to speak. (laughs) I need the person that's running to speak. And I'm not going to go there. But I'm disappointed because you know that I know you. And so I need you to speak and not have people speaking for you on the topics that are happening. Because if that's the case, then... Who's really running? Right. So I have a really great way to uh, talk about that. So when uh, sending out the emails, so I messaged you about this episode, but uh, I, I sent to everyone else. So I what I did to, to prepare for this week and then next week of pre politic pre um preliminary 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 week, um, I, uh, I I emailed everyone who is going to be um, competing is the wrong word, but like uh, for example, I am not talking to um, what is it? Not a t- there's a few districts where there's not going to be in a preliminary because there's only two people. Okay, I understand. Like District 1. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. It, Jenny, Pasillo, and... Um, Isn't there also Larry, Shetler, and Peterson? There's th- oh, there's three. Yeah, but, but also they weren't on that list. I, no, they are. no, they were. I definitely emailed Peterson and... Sh- Anyways, uh, no, but there's it's another one of the districts that only has two. Not much. This is really just five of them. How the hell? Anyways, whatever. It's confusing. That's <laughs> yes. what I mean. It should have. Um... And educational people. It's really difficult to keep track of who's what, where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, when I was going through this and collecting emails from people's websites, uh, so a few different uh, people had. Uh, it didn't go to. So, so, like, you know, one. So, okay, for example, one person went to their website designer. Like, like, the contact form, like, you click the email me at the thing. It doesn't even go to him. It doesn't go to, like, anyone else on his team. It goes to, and I, I looked up the name, someone who, who does uh, search engine optimization and makes websites uh, and has uh, promoted it mostly in Delray and, and uh, Orlando, even though they seem to be Worcester-based. So, oh. like, his website designer is who his email goes to. So another person is his campaign manager. Like, if you go to his website, it, you put, hover over the URL. It goes mail to dot... It's not his name at gmail.com. It's his campaign manager's first middle, first name, middle initial, last name at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I think that says a fuck ton. Like, you know, other people are putting their phone numbers up here. Other people are saying, hey, I'm re- accessible. Let me know. How can I help you? And other people are making it, like, difficult to reach them. And, and so that's kind of – I'm trying to be as vocal as I can on that part. I, I want you to know that I'm going to be accessible. And the biggest thing – Politically, and obviously this is the prime example, I know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I don't talk about it. Yeah. And my, I have, why don't you throw names out there of who you know? Because yeah. that's a power move that you're not trying to. Because that's trying to not be that who I am. Right, right, You know right. what I mean? If 
you go back and you ask them. Yeah. I've changed a lot. I'm not that same person, but I've always been that one that I'm going to stand firm on what I believe in. Mm-hmm. And I can't be flip-floppy. Mm-hmm. No. Um, especially running in this race, because at the end of the day, if I don't win, I still got to be seen out in the community. Yeah. Yes. I still have to show my face. I have family out here that are unhoused and that are, like, roaming the streets, are transgender or, or you know, they identify a certain way, but they're part of that community, and so they're out there. They're homeless. You know yeah. what I mean? And there aren't, they don't, they really don't know where they fall in that category because you have to fall under a certain criteria to yeah. get, Right, we don't have gender-neutral services. Services. Right. And so, um, again, like I said, I can have my beliefs, but I'm, I'm, I'm humanity. Right. And so they should have a, space, a safe space to go to as well, where it isn't just a bar. Yeah. Have a safe space so that they can hang out and they can chill and kind of like a, a youth center type right, um, right, right. vibe. Um, it's just that. Worcester doesn't have anything. You know, we don't have roller skating rinks. We don't have anything that are space, safe spaces other than bars and, like, hookah lounges. Yeah. And, um, and again, nothing against any of those things, but it's still... And the skate park. I mean, granted, we just got the skate park, and that's that's filling a, a void, especially when they ripped out uh, Warside right. uh, to build Polar Park. But stuff like that, you know what I mean? I mean, the skaters... I, I, I consider myself slightly part of the community because I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm an old man now. I'm. I'm not even thinking about getting on a board, but fighting for that for just a space to be yourself, where it's like, fam, we just want somewhere to skate. Y'all are sick of us going in these garages and and pulling up and and dragging bars across the street so we can grind on them. Give us a real park, and then they rip out the one the one that was well community made. Literally, people bringing bags of mortar, yeah, bags of mortar, and mixing the concrete there and building their own ramps, and they ripped that out for Polar Park. Like that was a community, that was that was a culture staple for side. Um, but you know, granted, finally we we got the the park right there at the end of Compton, but um, or Crompton, but still, it's 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 it goes back to what you're saying is is we gotta give the people who need. These spaces, these spaces, because if not, then like what kind of city are we building? You know what I mean? Like this is where the culture thrives. This is what makes the people who they are. This is why we're so art- artistic. And one of the things I've always loved you know? about the city is, is how many different cultures are alive and vibrant. We have like, I don't, I don't know the number, but we have so many different types of African churches. Like they're like, we have so many different types of Latino churches. We have, we have, we have, uh, I remember there's an Ethi- – I don't know if it's still there, but I remember walking by years ago an Ethiopian cent- uh, community center on Main Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the fact that, like, there's this specific, like, I don't know. We, we have also all the restaurants. I, I know Restaurants, thing, food, food places, like little markets that yes. you just drive by and not even look at. If you look at them, a lot of them is, like, trading centers or, like, stuff where you could only get stuff from the Middle East, stuff from North Africa, you know what I mean, like – really specific specific stuff and we are a melting pot so it's like we got to embrace that and we got to support that you know what i mean so great yeah and then um just touching back on on what you were saying as far as the skate park so um you know we talk they talk a lot about how they want it to be uh 
walk friendly, um, walking friendly city or yeah, yeah. A walkable uh, city. Walkable city. And so, walkable city, then you should have accessible things for people to do. Yeah. You know, um, even though there are a lot of young adults or people that are leaving college and they end up staying in the city, you know, they like, they go to bars or they go, um, I think they have that Axe place, which is kind of cool downtown. I want to check that out. Um, But that's kind of it. Yeah. I'm like, I really can't think of. And so then what do you have for that, like, 16 to 21 mark? Right. Right. There's no more skylight. There's no more skylight. And so I've been trying to see what what we can do. I keep um, on Main Cell Chronicles. You'll see videos of like people roller skating, but it's the people that I follow. And so they they have like their whole community down um, south. So it's pretty awesome. But even so back to the skating, I spoke to a young kid. um, Antonio's by the slice. But it's slice, yeah. Slice, not pizza. Over here behind, they yeah. took that out too. He yep. was telling me. Yep. And and I would like to see. It doesn't have to be fancy like Crompton Park. Yeah. But even something that's accessible for every like Worcester's huge. Worcester's massive, dude. And so even to get to the Crompton Park, there's yeah. not accessible buses. Not for like everybody. That yeah. No. No. So on that note, the uh, they they moving the RMV to Old Chuck E. Cheese or that. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Didn't we used to, you used to have one in Main South that was right there. So, and those are things I talk up to me. That's like you're oppressing the people, right? Because yeah, you know that the city's it. already a lower income bracket. Yeah. I just want to use that word. And not everybody, again, you're promoting walkable city. You're promoting public transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, and half the buses weren't even going up there. Yeah, they yep. got one. That they had, like, like, one, and even the one that was going up there, I think it had, like, routes that were being um, suspended. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's just that. Like yeah. you move things, but then job. you don't have another. You don't, don't have, have the infrastructure. You don't have the infrastructure to back it up. I posted a video of the homeless encampment that they had at the RMV, and that's how I know you're paying attention because they boarded it up right after. Wow. And so I feel bad, yeah. but at the same time I'm like, okay, what are we doing? It's yeah. right across from the federal building. Yeah. The federal courthouse. Right. It's right across from the Salvation Army. It's right next to an adult day health center for people who have disabilities or mental health yeah, or are out. It's all right there. <laughs> you know, and so, so... in other words, why not use the RMV building as a shelter? So the RMV building is actually a state building. Well, that makes this they, easier. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I don't think that they liked my video that I called them out because it's a state building that's still... Like, they're still oh, so paying for it. that's why they did something about it. That's why they did something about it. They Liability. didn't like to see that, you know, it's it's being housed by the homeless. Yeah. Um, and it's still being paid for by the state. Yeah. And so then, if it's a state building, why can't we do eminent domain on that? Yeah. Right. You know, and then that's where the laws don't really, I guess, switch up and, and work for us. Because if we're 
saying that there isn't enough property. We don't have enough um, land. There isn't enough buildings. So then maybe the eminent domain needs to be flipped around on them. Right. Take that building, make something of it. Right. Maybe, you know, have it make sense. Yeah. None of it makes sense. No, CHL. They're looking for excuses to not do things, not reasons to, not ways to do things. Even right across on Ionic, you know, right next to that Freemason building, that thing's been a parking lot for how long mm. that nobody parks in? Across from Centro that it uses yeah. it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know so I mean? is like, nobody in that building? In the in the Freemason building? Yeah. I don't know what they do in there. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. It's, it's it's a little suspect. It's always been suspect. Okay. Wait, is, and, it, uh, is it a Freemason building or yeah. was it a, like... It's like a. It's like it says. It says whatever lodge. It's a lodge. Oh yeah, Masonic lodge. Yeah. So that's a um, Masonic lodge. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I um. I. I uh. That's um. The Masons. Yeah. The Freemasons. Yeah. So uh, um. That, but it's just that's like a B and I, but for uh, it, it's a it's a social club. Right. Um. Built on integrity and it's an old boys club, but uh, they don't call it that. Yeah, and 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 I get I only bring it up because it's like you I drive by that all the time that it's like dude you, there's these huge just strips that it's just barren and so, then you talk about the old RMV right across then it's like so the most likely situation with that building and I could be entirely wrong is that it's actually in use constantly like not constantly but it's actually in use regularly enough like yeah once a week right for like five hours right and, but more importantly it's a great example of. A bunch of people with their own means and their own goals and their own whatever did this for them. Like, like Masons are kind of like in the same way the Amish are fascinating. It's it's like there. That's a whole other like, mm-hmm. yeah. The Mason like, yeah. If you read up on that, it's it's real. It's deep. a rabbit hole. Yeah. It's a rabbit hole, and and they're very. Yeah. Yeah. They have their. It's click. a society. It's it's literally a society. It's a. Yeah. Yeah. An underground, an underground society. Did anyone else here see the Simpsons episode about them? Like, no. you're, oh, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, spoiler alert. Uh, Homer Simpson is like the original or whatever. He gets you know, <laughs> he joins a Mason. Uh, Lenny and whatever his other friend are are already in there, so he joins them, and then they're like, oh no, he he did something wrong. I don't remember what it was, and he had to burn all of their stuff, and he's taking off. He he has to burn the Mason underwear he was wearing, and they see some birthmark of the. Um, uh, sickle and uh, the eye thingy. No, the um, what what is the mason? I don't know the mason symbol. I think it's yeah, like yeah. a pyramid thingy, isn't it? Or it's a, it's a, like a, a sickle. The, like the, it's like the the. It's, it's almost like a protractor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe it wasn't actually the mason. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. He had a butt tattoo that <laughs> was like he was the chosen one. And, but anyways, that was my primary frame of reference. And then I, um, I, tried, to, I, I tried to join like four, uh, actually at this point, it's got to be like five years ago. And um, I still had pending ATF investigation that hadn't gone anywhere. And uh, they were like, well, give us a call back in a few years if that thing goes through. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> They're not calling you, David. They're not going to call you. No, no, no. I, they, they, told me to, they told me to reapply if... Uh, what um, once it didn't go anywhere, and I didn't, know and it that. hasn't, or it's still. No, no, pending. I got dis- I got dismissed, and I and I it took like three or four years, but then I, I got dismissed, and uh, frankly, I never got went back to them. I kind of assumed uh, so. 
I know a few people that are Masons, and they aren't racist, but I also kind of assume that a society <laughs> like this is racist inherently. Inherently racist, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, like, I don't Anything know American and old, like, yeah. that old and that American is inherently racist. Seriously. Whether, whether we want to, like, admit it or, like, get down to the nitty-gritty of it. At the very least, it is going to be full of people who have American flag profile pictures. Yes, and possibly Confederate flag tattoos. Yeah. 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 Do you have anything else you want to add and make sure we get in before winding up? Um, no. I mean, do you have any more questions for me? Seeing that you have me now on the radio, you can ask them. Yeah, no. Um, I I think we touched on everything I wanted to ask. I really, I really just wanted to know, you know, um, how to tell friends to get involved, how to get people involved. Um, I'm an artist as well. I rap. I've been rapping for 15 something years. You know what I mean? So on stage, on stage, it's, it's something, um, you know, calls to action, things to tell people, you know what I mean? Um, cause otherwise, you know, I, I'm just relating to people and I like, I like engaging with the crowd as well, but what to tell people, how to get people my age and even younger involved, um, in this process and to have faith in the process, which you kind of answered. And, um, Aside from that, you know what your what your main goals were, because I'm I'm pretty far removed from a lot of things. I you know what I mean. Like as much as I'm in the community and I'm part of it, like I really just stick to myself and I don't really concern myself with with much more than I can already handle. Mm-hmm. But I do like to help where I can, um, and anybody that's ever dealt with me in any facet can vouch for that. Um, so, so yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to share the donation link on the description. Yeah. Oh, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Is, it's uh, not September. November 7th? Yeah? No, September 5th is the actual September election. September 5th is the first one. The primary, then... yep. Oh, right. Yeah. And then November 7th is the municipal election, which is super, super important. And um, that's where you'll be able to choose counselor at large and your new mayor. Maybe. Hey. You know, possibly, possibly new mayor. Hopefully, um, change is good. I mean, nothing against Mayor Petty. Um, change is good, and we just need something new to um, get things like started. He's doing a lot of things. Uh, like, like he's trying to listen, but it, it, like we've had the same. Per- well, well, sorry, let me take a step back. I was looking into this recently. Mayor Petty has been there since before Facebook. Mayor has, Petty has been mayor since a few months after Facebook went public. So just for perspective here. Like, right. It's been a long time. I, I, I don't care, like, like, how good you are. This is, like, it's been, a, I don't know. I've lived in Worcester for 13 years, and, and Petty's been in City Hall for longer than that, but in mayor in the mayor's seat for the uh, almost all of that. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I, I have barely known Worcester outside of Petty. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. But then that's more reason. Like, um... I think to me, just to touch on your thing and, and tell anyone that's out there listening is just have more conversations. Yeah. Um, talk to people. Um, you know, we, we, we talk about we, yeah. right? Right. We talk about, yo, you know, we went to Major Bloom. They got some good joints over there. Right, right, or right. we could talk about, you know, I went out to such and such bar and I, yeah. let's talk about politics. Right. Hey, man, how are things going? Yeah. How's your rent? Did they raise your rent? Right. Right. Sounds stupid, but be like, even those conversations. Hey, how'd you think? What'd you think of Summer Jam? Yes. 
What'd you think of the jump summer jam classics? You're an artist. Yeah. You know, even giving you spaces for you to be able to spread your artistry. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see more artwork in Maine South. Yeah. That all of those things are funding. It's everything that's with the city and representation matters. Mm-hmm. Um, it even it doesn't even have to be a color representation. Because I, I, I don't want people from other groups to feel singled out. Right. But yeah, some... I'm queer, I can represent. No. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but even economically, you know, on that income and in, in, in the poverty level and um, being able to relate to the people that, that can know that. Not just say, I understand that you're going through this. Yeah. No, I want to know that you know what it's like to be evicted. Do mm-hmm. you know what it's like to have to go get a, a, a new EBT card right? and take two buses up to Chuck E. Cheese because the, the DTA office is up there? Um, riding the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, I want people to show up the day of, of election. I, I Obviously, I want you to vote for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maria Montano, District 4. But I just want you to show up. Right. More than anything. More than anything, just show up. And that, to me, is the biggest... Um, I always wanted that. I want our people to come out. You know, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of us. Yeah. Latinos, Morenos, uh, there's whites, queers, LGBTQ. There are a lot. Yeah. Come out. Yep. You know, show. And I think if everyone comes out, and that's why I kept saying, show out, show out in the masses. Yeah. Show these people that, you know, show them. The same way you can come out for riots. The same way that you can come out for things that didn't even happen here. Right. This this stuff that's happening is happening, happening right here. now. Yes, yes. I need people to come out. It takes five, not even five minutes to right. register, and it literally takes you in and out. Mm-hmm. And, and let's just show them that, guess what? We may be in the shadows. Right. We may be hiding. Not even hiding, but just we stick to ourselves and F everybody. Right. Why am I going to worry about it? Mm-hmm. I got enough stuff to worry about. Right. But if we all come out, they're already intimidated. Mm-hmm. They're already somewhat scared. So I think that's actually the intimidating aspect is part of what you can you, So talk to people about this. Say, I talked with a candidate. Like, people think yeah. like, that you yeah. are yeah. some, like, out, out of reach. No, you're just another person on Main South who cares about their neighborhood. And yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. and, and I think it's that. It's the fact that because they'll talk about it. Yeah. But I'm doing it. Yes. You know, they'll be like, oh, you know, I took the bus one day and I'm taking that bus every day. I see what the drivers are talking about. I see what the residents are talking about. I see what the hub goes through. Right. You know, I, I'm seeing all you know, these things. What I'm saying is he if he tells people that he, like, I'm saying talking about this conversation, like, yeah. people think, oh, whatever, it's because you've got a podcast. And they're right. Oh, yeah. okay. But, but, but I'm saying humanize her. Humanize it. Talk about politicians as if they're local people because they are. Yeah. And that really makes a surprising difference. Yep. Uh, it, 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 no, now I know what you, yeah, like, just take out that politician. And that's what I try to tell people. Yeah. I am not a politician. Right, right. Like, I'm just somebody that's here yesterday, fighting for my CD. I had to go and do headshots and all this stuff. Yeah. And, like, you should have seen me. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck this! I just want jeans and like a t-shirt and yeah. give me a hoodie, mom. You can't dress. Well, why? Yeah. Why can't I just be comfortable and be right. myself? Um, but if you give me sweats and I'm down, like let's go. Yeah. I'm down for it, and I'll help you. And I think I want people to see that. 
the people that genuinely do know who I am, they're like, holy shit, girl, you're doing it. But I know you could do this. You're built for it. Right. The people that saw me grow up, they're like, holy shit. <laughs> what happened to and you, Vicky? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my nickname. <laughs> that's not the same person. Um, but there's a lot of people that are great candidates to running for counselor at large, too. And um, it's that it's the genuine person behind it. And if I see you are the same person every time, I think that means more. Right. Because that's the human yeah. part in you. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Nice. Cool. This was awesome. I appreciate yeah. Am I the first guest on here? You're the first guest this year. Uh, we, we did yeah. a test run last Ooh. week with the microphones and all that. Uh, okay. You're the first guest, and you're going to be the first episode posted because we're uh, going to post the political ones before we post our sound test. Oh, I love this. I love this. Has anybody else accepted? I think we were talking about that. uh, Yeah, we've got, I think, um, Montana next week. Uh, The 30th. Um, And nobody else from District 4? That's all. Actually, no. Not yet. Um, Not unless they, no. I don't believe so. So you make sure you have that conversation as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he reached out to everyone. Yeah. Okay. I did. I, I, so I that being said, I am planning <laughs> on figuring out which days we have free next week, uh, and still sh- offering those slots to everyone in a first come first serve basis. Yeah. I think everybody's just that that last minute of just kind of get everybody in and ask them the the key questions or what they stand on. So this is awesome. Um, I do appreciate it. Please come out September fifth. September fifth. Vote people. Vote. And where can we find you? Where should people follow you? You can follow me on social media. I don't have a website or any of that. So you can follow me on Instagram, Maria718Montano. You can follow me on Facebook at Maria Montano. Uh, Elect Maria Montano District 4. And obviously the main page where I just post a lot of stuff. It's Maine, M-A-I-N, South, S-O-U-T-H, Chronicles. Um. So, yeah, hit that follow button, too. Don't be just looking at it. Like, hit hit that follow follow button, button, share. Go go look at some videos, send them to your friends. So, like, what I tell people, too, is um, just interact, interact with the posts. Like, social media is such a thing these days that you got to feed the algorithm. And and even if you don't send it to somebody, just hitting share and copy link, that tells the algorithm that somebody sent this somewhere else. Or somebody took this content elsewhere, so it's that much more valuable. That's so taking those taking those couple seconds to even just do that, even if you never paste it or you never send it to anybody else, um, that helps. And for things that need visibility like this, like elections, like I'm not talking about for your SoundCloud rap career, but I'm talking about like important things that it's like, yo, we have a GoFundMe for somebody that just got in a car accident. We got candidates who are really trying to advocate for our community in this upcoming election. Um, these little tools can really help. So take that extra two seconds and help them out. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. No worries. Thank you, guys.